Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 52 of the Bonehead Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Welcome back. I am Ben, and I am joined by another Ben. I'm joined by Blood Type Ben on the phone. Ben, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you doing? I am good. However, it's not on the phone at all, is it? No one's. It. I used the word. <laughs> I used the word telephone at work yesterday as well. Telephone. To, yeah, <laughs> I was doing it. I was you know doing an induction for people, and I was like, right, you can, uh, you know, bring it up on your telephone. And I just felt a million years old. <laughs> I saw a thing earlier today, which just like. Yeah, you don't know like your wife or your girlfriend's phone number, but you can definitely remember the landline number of your best friend from like twenty years ago. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> isn't that very true? O two three eight zero. I'm going to go to yep. doctors. Yep. There you go. That's Ian's <laughs> number. If, if anyone heard that, that's Ian Warhanam Hallam's mum's telephone number. I think. <laughs> uh, let's hope they change it. I mean, quite frankly, who who even has a landline anymore? I don't I, know. I, yeah, I haven't seen one in a while. I have never had a landline. Like, in all the houses I've lived in with Tiff and stuff, never had a landline. Mum bought a new landline um, the other month, which made me, which I thought was hysterical, just before the apocalypse. A very fancy one. Like a digital rotary phone from the range, and she was really excited wow. by it. And I was like, <laughs> no one phones. Like, the only yeah. people that phone are people from Nigeria trying to convince you to give them money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I just genuinely never accept phone calls because I know they're not actually yeah. a human. <laughs> it's going to be someone pretending to be from Amazon. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was really funny. Like my, my grandparents, when they were around, they, they would repeatedly ask me every time they saw me, like, oh, is your laptop okay? I'm like, my laptop was fine. Yeah, why? Why? They're like, oh, we kept getting phones saying it had a virus. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, let's not do that. Um, yeah, oh, man, I don't even know. Yes. Ben is joining me via the interweb to talk about right. Blood Bowl. All right, it's episode 52. It's been a heck of a month, and I think we'll probably end up just having a bit of a, a bit of a chat and a catch-up um, this episode. Mm-hmm. We are going to talk through a few things. Ben, light us up, man. What are we chatting about today? Uh, we're going to be talking about Mega Bowl, and I hope we've got some updates for that. And the usual games, hobby, and many, many star players. Many star players. We're going to be looking at... Just the state of play when it comes to star players in Blood Bolt 2020 because they all changed, they all got different, and a whole bunch of them got gone. Um, yeah. And uh, I thought it'd be worthwhile just talking through what that means for the meta, I guess, or use for a league, and uh, to link into the YouTube show that we've got going on, the Star Player Spotlight, where every day mm-hmm. uh, we're doing a quick 10 minute video on a star player from Blood Bolt 2020, giving it a bit of a breakdown. It's been really fun to do. I have learned a lot um, yeah. about those star players. Some things I have found harrowing, uh, some things disappointing. Most of it I really love, though, which is which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, well, it is, actually. I'm really happy with this new... Um, it feels like rotation, Ben, like from a, from yeah. a CCG. And... Oh, we'll get into that in a bit. <laughs> yeah, in <the> hobby. <laughs> Right, let's 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 do our duty. Let's go through Blood Bowl news very quickly. We do actually have some Blood Bowl news. We've got some teams on the go, various different angles that the designers have taken 
And I think that just goes to show all the different things that people like in Blood Bowl. Because um, it is miniature game, but it is also board game. And that means you can pimp your team however you like. And we've got a team that is definitely pimped here. We have got the Serial Killers Fantasy Football Team. Um, well, I can't remember what the actual card. Black Wolf Studios, there it is. But it's, for, it's by a guy called Thor. Um, if you are on the Blood Bowl community or if you've been Blood Bowling in England for a while, you'll know Thor. He, he, he paints some ridiculous teams. Um, in fact, he came to Beachhead and came narrowly second with that, yeah. oh man, with that classic Nurgle uh, ogre team. So it was like an ogre team, but all of the Nurgle, all of the ogres were um, great and clean ones from like the 80s and 90s. It was really beautiful paint job. It was wicked. Uh, he had a horrible first game. I was sat next to him actually. <laughs> Oh, no, <laughs> it was like uh, first ogre was like casualtyed before the before the game had even started, um, so <laughs> so he had a rough tournament, but lovely lovely team. Anyway, we are looking at the serial killers fantasy football team, and those of you who are watching on YouTube will see that it is a uh, it is a fast food themed team. So you may have seen it already. So let's just have a quick look at uh, what you get. So um, the the angle is that the linemen are popcorn. So they're. I mean, what what's the style? Does the style remind you of anything, Ben? Uh, I um, it does, but I can't place what. It, yeah, man, like I can't put my finger on it. Something like a a classic, like a cartoon or something. I yeah, was it something like Angry Vegetables or something? I don't know. I'm yes, sure. yes, something like what's that. There? It's something yeah, I think I, I... they're talking about doing an Angry Vegetables one as well. So anyway, uh, basically. The linemen are bags of popcorn with legs and arms um, mm -hmm. and very angry faces. So you get a bunch of those guys that, I mean, they are, it's well executed. Um, and you've got corner of the cob as a positional as well. Again, just corner of the cob with a face and some arms and legs. You've got two ears of corn, uh, which are the blitzers and blockers. They're big boys. And you've got, uh, oh yeah, this is quite cool, the Serial Killer, which is a box of cereal, again, arms, angry face, teeth, uh, and a pretty cool um, paint job there with the Kellogg's yeah, <laughs> Kellogg's cornflakes, but with the Kellogg corn cornflakes. symbol. I like that. That's really, really cool. And the special menu. So there is actually a few different star players. There's a hot dog. There's a bunch of fries. There's a milkshake. There's a spoon. There is 100% Forky from... Uh, <laughs> from Toy Story basically and a knife so they've got ideas for what these star players are so the hot dog himself there can only be one Morg and Thorg you've got Freilar you've got Doctor Despoiler Plax Knife Gripper Withered Grasp Double Spoon nice Amazing. and Grass Snack uh, they've done a good job of painting up all these miniatures as well so uh, as far as the pledges go let's go so you've got a uh, meal ticket for £1 which is just supporting it a la carte menu means uh, which is £7 choose any number of individual miniatures from among the 10 different designs um, and it's £7 per miniature so you can put your team together with whichever miniatures you like if you just want to pick a couple to support the, the, the Kickstarter uh, you can do that um, set meal for one. Here we go. This is what we like to talk about. We like to talk about the, the set teams. Uh, so your choice of any one of the available teams plus all unlocked stretch goals, £69. Um, and then £99 gets everything, including all of the star players. So one team consists of... How do we, how do we see they've got, they've got What they've done is they've done a really cool idea where you've got multiple choice 
of uh, teams to match up with bubble teams. So it'll give you exactly what you need to fill the roster for that team, which is a really, really cool idea, actually. Yeah, I mean, we, we see that kind of thing uh, quite regularly with Kickstarters now when they have, when they're designed to like play multiple teams. And yeah, I'll tell you what, as a Blood Bowl obsessed person, it's really useful. Um, yeah. I, start, I started looking at it with some crossover. So uh, my Browns team, the Browntown Steamers, my Underworld team, uh, going to be painting that up to go with some of the other teams, so like the Snotlings, Goblins, and things. So they all kind of work as one big team. And this is this is kind of perfect for that. So you've got the Serial Killers, which is the Demons of Corn, uh, Playgoes with Nurgle's Rotters, Farmers Chosen, Chaos Chosen, the Variety Serial Pack. So five Serial Killers and one Withered Grasp and Double Spoon. For ogres, uh, the Black Auckland Granola, six ears of corn here, provided your Black Orc team. You've got Halflings as well, ten popcorns, Breakfast Surprise Chaos, Renegades, Lizardmen, Vampires. Um, I think, yeah, Kemri. Quite a few teams that don't exist anymore. <laughs> yeah. well, we've got another Kickstarter to talk about a bit later on with, with a, that is all about a team that doesn't exist anymore. So they have gone all out here. Uh, the production has been they've committed to this it is it's one of those teams that you will either really love the idea of or you, it just it won't tick your box um i mean it kind of reminds me of the shark team ben do you remember that from a yeah, few months ago yeah on a similar vein of course it's where you've got a stylistic choice which yeah which is actually something i really like about blood bowl in the sense that people can kind of just really it's like a sandbox in terms of what you can do and enjoy the hobby, and I, oh, I do like that. Absolutely, and I would, I would genuinely love to play across a table <laughs> tournament or something yeah. with this team. Um, now, it's important that we are honest about stuff. So, one of the downsides of this team is that where the positionals are uh, so kind of plug and play, I think I might struggle in a game to figure out who's who like you'd need to put some effort in i think if you're running this team to make sure that your opponent knew what 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 everything was um yeah so maybe just have like on the base room or something like that the position or just oh, yeah, 3d printed base stuff um yeah. yeah that's not a bad shout anyway anyway uh, this has got 13 days to go so it finishes on sunday october the 18th so just under two weeks from when this podcast comes out the podcast comes out on monday the 5th of october so yeah you've got two weeks jump on have a look if you like if you like it and you want to support a very uh, individual team then go for it black wolf do some good stuff and uh, they've committed to the design here yeah, they're at 1600 out of seven grand looking for a target so there's plenty of time to back it and uh, pick up a very individual team if you want one um so that is the serial killers fantasy football team what is next oh oh is this this is the one that's next this is the norba miniatures kickstarter i love everything about this kickstarter ben yeah um we've been following this one quite closely haven't we oh, um yeah yeah ah. they were like preview models to try it like in advance seeing it's like oh what norba, what's the quality like like what's the size like so we've, we've we talked, almost can believe it. No, we've talked about this, this a couple of times before on the podcast because it was due to launch at the beginning of September, um, but they had delays and they wanted to do it properly when they could. And the reason it stuck with us or it kind of pinged was because uh, there was a really cool Bretonian team, spoiled, like had pictures, and um, 
It was like, this is going to be 25 pounds or 25 euros for the team. And we were like, oh, okay, those, those are cool STLs. That'll be pretty sweet. Only to find out that it's actually 16 plastic miniatures that are really well sculpted for 25 euros. So we were immediately like, this is this is Games Workshop team price. Like, mm -hmm. is, is this real? And it's landed. Um, there is a little bit of a translation issue because it is a very, very Spanish company. And really lovely guys, actually, Norba. Norba. But um, it's, it's just Warhammer Fantasy Battles. Just, <laughs> it's just amazing. I mean, yeah, it, it's so very, very Warhammer, um, and it's not just fantasy football as well. So if you're like, if you're into like armies, like you could get an entire Bretonian army pretty much through this Kickstarter if you wish. They've got it, a whole lot of cavalry. It, it's just, it's like basically just a cavalry Kickstarter. So I yeah. put out a little video um, about the Blood Bowl elements because I didn't want them to get lost in. The, the massive element of this is a Warhammer fantasy thing. I mean, we've got it on screen now. We're looking at some of the Bretonian knights sculpts. And, I mean, the, the sculpting is fantastic. Um, yeah. It, it, is, it is not the best sculpting I have seen. Like, there's some other companies. So, RTLW, I think, Ben, is probably mm -hmm. the best digital sculpting. Like, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, I think they really set a bar. That's super high yeah. tier. Let's say they're 10 out of 10. This is 8 to 9 out of 10. The detail, yeah. the folds in the cloth, everything is absolutely superb. Really works well for rank and file miniatures. The cavalry, they're all independent. Um, <laughs> that guy there looks like Sam Garner. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the guy on the right. Uh, oh, Sam, Frenzy Garner. That is amazing. Well, I'm going to have to back. I'll just have to back that unit of cavalry then. Um, so they've got all kinds of Warhammer Fantasy stuff but snuck in at the bottom and I'll put the link to uh, the YouTube video in the show notes so you can and to the Kickstarter so you can have a look yourself. Where are you? See, you've got to go all the way down here and then you find two Blood Bowl teams stuck a third of the way down the page. So there's a fan Fantasy Football Bretons team with genuinely four of the nicest night miniatures I have ever seen. Uh, yeah, and so the team is six, uh, four knights, four medium guys. Okay, so yeoman if you're a Bretonian guy, or bodyguards if you're using uh, imperial nobility, and then eight linemen. And each one of them is independently sculpted, individually sculpted. You got a guy drinking things from bottles. You got someone eating a chicken leg. I'm just sixteen individual miniatures in plastic for twenty three pounds. I just, just they're just really good like this is this is gonna like we said this before i think on a previous episode where yeah like this is gonna really push other companies into offering alternatives like this is this is stl price and then you're getting actual miniatures it's like <laughs> yeah. i don't know are they gonna are they gonna really are other companies gonna have to lower, like is this gonna lower the bar is this gonna also the companies to lower the price i don't know i don't know what it's going to do and they've, they've expressed interest in doing other teams as well they really so, really have which is amazing yeah. news for us so they've also got an empire team um the positionals are the same you get four heavily armored knights four up armored linemen guys so you know like i said the, the yeoman or uh, bodyguards for imperial nobility and then a bunch of individually sculpted linemen uh, just again 
so much variety and the price is fantastic but i think it's important that we are open and honest um i have to keep reminding myself because i get very, very excited by things but it is important <laughs> to say um size wise these are going to be ever so slightly smaller than blood bowl okay blood bowl 32 mil scale these are going to be 30 mil scale once mm -hmm. they're based i don't think that's going to matter at all um no, you, like we were saying with before, it's like with Blood Bowl, you, you you end up with quite a mix of teams as well. Sometimes you play against like a second edition team and stuff yeah. like that, and well, you well, have you a know, different you, size anyway. Even the Pro Elves and the Wood Elves, like they're scale creep. Yeah. These guys are more on par with the Wood Elves um, yeah. than with the Pro Elves. So, I mean, that's because Pro Elves are Stormcast size. But look, if, <laughs> if you're excited about nobility, but you don't like a billion feathers and stuff, You've got two options here. If you are going to be one of the holdouts and you're going to carry on playing at CRP or 2016, then and you haven't got a Bretonian team, you can now pick up a Bretonian team for no money. Okay, there's there's a load of people out there that haven't played Bretonians or don't have a Bretonian team because they can't afford one. Because the only Bretonian teams out there are like full whack Kickstarter eighty pound jobbies, yeah. aren't they? Uh, yeah, like they're blooming lovely, but yeah, uh, it's like, a lot of money to drop. Yeah. And yeah, and this is this is the oh yeah, twenty five quid I can do that territory, yeah. which is yeah. really kind of like it is. It's just yeah. like oh, okay, well there's nothing else going on this month. I'll pick one of these up and paint them. So uh, these are due to be out in April. I have kicked, I have backed both of them. Um, there's a bunch of stretch goals as well. So there's some star players. There's some tokens. There's some star players that have been unlocked but not spoiled yet. Um, the I just want to quickly look at the star player knight Ben because I thought it was really sweet. Not that guy, this one. The guy with a big dragon crest. It's just another knight oh. who looks like he's kicking, and I think that was one of the first models I saw about this, and just it looks fantastic. I wouldn't be surprised if this was a Windsor Chog miniature. Yeah, it looks. I, I was literally going to say that it looks so similar. It it's. I, I don't know. It's just sort of the sculpting, the rendering is really similar. Yep, sculpting, rendering, um, the proportions. Yeah, it's just so very Blood Bowl. I love the dragon holding the ball. That's just like <laughs> it's got that's a, a massive, perfect blend. A massive that. hat. Yeah, it is smaller yeah. than the new Griff Overworld's hat. Um, is it? Well, yeah. So yeah. It's like everything. <laughs> and he doesn't have a prof. falcon <laughs> riding around on him. Uh, but yeah, look, there's some really cool villages. Uh, just go and check the Kickstarter out. Um, uh, realistically it's going to be 30 pounds for a bretonian team <laughs> that's, yeah, like, that's just ridiculous you got to wait for uh, six months for it but it's a kickstarter like that's just how it works um i'm just really excited to see what these guys do and uh, i know that they want to work with us to to work with you guys to identify sort of opportunities for them to make blood bowl teams and I think being able to provide an alternative for the Imperial nobility that functions both as that and as Bretonians when the community like boosts up a, a Bretonian list, I think is a real sweet spot right now. Um, yeah, it's it's very fortuitous they've not gone the Amazon route or the Kemri route or the Vampire route just yet. Um, poor Punga, I mean they got it in just before the rope, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, could have been really. Mm. I don't know how it would have affected them. But yeah. I think I think it's worth saying as well. Isn't Games Workshop have said about the teams of Legend, right? No. What's the official? Have they not actually said? Okay. So. They said, uh, what is it? They said all the current teams will be playable in Blood Bowl. I don't think they said all the teams available can. But that it's it's basically opens. It, the ambiguity is real. 
Um, it's a proper GW vague. there's there's two there's two lines of thought one is that generally speaking they've only included uh stuff in the rule book that they've got miniatures for the exception of four star players which we're expecting to see miniatures for everything else is gone on the other hand in the coach's handbook all the teams are in there uh, except bretonian corn and slam so Mm -hmm. there's there's a really good chance they'll do the pdf for the teams that aren't there but at the same time, I don't know why they wouldn't just be in the rule book. So there is some real concern. Um, but quite frankly, all the teams that aren't in there could do with a bit of a rework. Uh, you know, you and I have spoken loads of times about vamps need a buff. Um, yeah. Vamps need a buff. You know, uh, Bretonians were never going to make it anyway. They, uh, you know, realistically, Slan should make it, and I would love Games Workshop to do a. Pl- oh, 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 I wonder if we could get Norba to do a plastic Slan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so good. Goals. We need to just work, work together as a community and make these teams happen if they don't happen, and then we can all use our <laughs> Slan models. Honestly, that's why I want people to know about this Kickstarter, is because. Um, Bubble will be much easier to get into if we've got a choice of cheap teams to, to put it there. Yes. Uh, you know, the Games Workshop plastic ones are fantastic. It does sometimes suck when you have to pick up two boxes. Not the end of the world, but it does. And to have alternatives that can be, I just, it's just such a sweet spot. And they're not as good as some of like the Punga Grebo ones, that, but they are so incredibly close. Um, mm. for the price if you can factor in the price like it is less than half the price yeah well it's then, about yeah. a third of yeah. the price is ridiculous yeah yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah love it really 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 behind this uh, really like what Norba are doing um, anyway let's move on to the next piece of news which is a I'll check in on uh, Bermuda's Blitz Amazon Angels Blood Bowl team so this is the team that you got the chance to print uh, an STL file off early for didn't you then Yes, so uh, just as like a, a print test for the 3D files and a size scale test, um, which was really cool. And I really like these models. I've, I think I've said before how much I like these ones. Yeah. Um, um, the scale is a bit, um, they're very slight, I think. They are slight. Yeah. But that's absolutely fine. Uh, so these guys are sitting up, oh, sorry, Norber is sitting at uh, 22,000 euros at a goal of. 500 or something so they're, they're, they're a million times over and they've just unlocked stretch goals left right and center too much to go into really this one here the amazon team is 1400 against a goal of 6800 so they've uh, mm-hmm. got a bit of work to do but they're 26 days to go so yeah, they've got a lot of time loads of time price wise if you're looking for an amazon team which at the moment is a bit of a tough investment um you've really got to like the team I think. Uh, what did we yeah. say, Ben? Eighty-eight pounds for a sixteen-person team. Yeah, which is on the higher end. It's on the the premium Blood Bowl team. That is one of the most expensive Kickstarters I think I've seen. Um, you can get yeah. eleven for sixty-two. Um, yeah, yeah, which would be a full team. Yeah, yeah, or they've also got a STL file uh, print for twenty-five, which gives you all of the all of them, including the big guy. Yeah, that, sorry. that I think is brilliant. Um, yeah. There's 11 that, backers really that. I'm assuming you're one of them. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. certainly one of them. <laughs> uh, they've got a Blitzball team as well, which is pretty cool. That um, is a cool idea. Yeah, they asked for feedback on, on social media, and one of the suggestions that someone gave was, if you do an option for Blitzball, that'd be great. And uh, 
looks like that per- that, that person's got that. Um, yeah, yeah, one person, one backer. <laughs> They've yeah. gone straight so, for it. Dude, we spoke about models. this before. I want to make yeah. I want to make sevens like a bigger format because ah, it would be way yeah. easier to get into a um a Kickstarter for thirty five pounds uh, than it would be for eighty. You know, or you know, yes. Uh, there's 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 a market there. I think. Um, I wonder if these guys are getting hit by the fact that the the future of Amazons is a bit tumultuous. Yeah, it's a little bit rocky. Um, ah, that's why it'd be nice if we get some confirmation from oh, Games Workshop. Yeah. We're never going to get that from GW. <laughs> never will. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you one. can run them as humans as well, and it's just nice to have. I think one of the reasons why I supported this is just because. You do get a lot of like stylistic teams, especially when it comes to female models. And I think having these ones where they're very realistically proportioned, very modest and sensible, they look like sports players. They're just awesome. And yep. I think that's good to have the representation in the game. Yeah. I, whoever designed these, I think, has got a uh, a definite future in. It's Titan Troll. He has his own Patreon, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he makes some really good models. Super. He did Love the um, Brickfarth and Grotty that I oh, printed, painted, and broke. Oh, yeah. Gravity was not so kind yeah, to that. <laughs> Gravity killed him. Um, yeah, um, he did that model too. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So that is the Amazon team. If you're looking for an Amazon team, uh, jump on and have a look because this one might be for you. And then we've got some news that is 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 vaguely Blood Bowl related. So we've seen Bretonian teams that <laughs> don't exist anymore. We've seen Amazon teams that don't exist anymore. Ben's lamented the loss of Brick, Farth and Grotty, who doesn't exist anymore. Now... And in the rules. I don't think I mentioned Giants the entire last episode, Ben. Really? I, I, yeah. I, I feel like I was too distracted looking at other stuff. Uh, but oh, now we... Champagne. That's a big deal. Well, I'm going to make up for it here. So today, on Sunday... Uh, Games Workshop has put out that the preview is going to be the new giant army for Age of Sigmar. Uh, what does that have to do with Blood Bowl? Well, you could take giants in Blood Bowl. And now they've just upped this giant to a giant giant. <laughs> uh, like, the, the there are giant models versus... Uh, I don't know. What, what am I trying to say here? The, the giant models that they had are now the small linemen, <laughs> rank-and-file troops in yeah. this giant army. Uh, so the giant yeah. in Blood Bowl was on a 4x4 four four base. These guys are going to be like 6x6. Six six. <laughs> no, it's 2x2 two yeah. two base. These guys are going to be 3x3, three three, maybe even 4x4. Four four. I, I am so. going to buy one, and I am going to Blood Bowlify it. And I, I'm I, just because it's got to happen. And I, the models are fantastic. Yeah, it looks like it can be easily easily done. I, I don't know quite know how they're going to work with the modular arms and stuff like that. Like, are you going to have one of one and another of uh, the other? Or is I'm, it going to be yeah. a torso that's sculpted, do you reckon? You're exactly right. So there's three different types. One's got a club in one hand and an empty hand. One's got a net in one hand and a club. Okay, one's got a hand holding a dude and a chain. I guarantee you those arms are not going to be interchangeable. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like the... Well, no, actually, the, tro- the Trogoth kit is interchangeable, isn't it? Uh, it is, yeah. But I'm hoping these guys are. The net will be fine. Uh, the empty hand will be fine. The hand holding Johan, that'll be fine too. Yeah, that'll be so, a good one to go for, I think, for Blood Bowl, right? As long as the empty left hand will fit with one of the other non-club sure right it hands, it's going to be fine. Even if it's a snip at the wrist, you know. The big yeah, stuff. get the saw out. Uh, yeah. I've, I've got a little crow's nest ready. So I'll be mounting a little snotling in a crow's nest Amazing. Uh, at the top, telling him where to go. Uh, 
it's just it's it's gonna be a fun modeling project um although i am a bit reticent to order it so these go on pre-order next saturday but i just I, it's october halloween is coming in four weeks mm-hmm Surely the the Necro team's going to land in a couple of weeks. It's time. got to. I'm surprised they didn't mention it here. Because I, it's really cutting it fine. I had a feeling, you know. Yeah. Um, if they don't release that Halloween, I don't know what they're going to do because they had that video, and it's like <laughs> this team oh, is just the most Halloween, Halloween. or nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. So okay, let's let's look at the calendar. So these previews go on sale on the tenth, and they therefore okay. come out on the seventeenth. They could be doing it for a release day of the 31st, which would be amazing as we're going to be in oh, enjoyment. We'll be in the shop. Yeah. We'll be in enjoyment on the 31st. So if, they, if oh, as long as it works out perfectly, isn't it? It could be awesome. I'd be much happier if it came on the 24th. But uh, if. Yeah, it, that's a good point because you pick it up on the 31st and then you're not going to paint it until after Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know. It could be next week we get the coming soon announcement you know on sale on the 17th ready for the 24th mm -hmm. so i'm holding off buying a giant because i want to get everything for the necro team um, including the clothesline ghosts yeah i actually really like the team i love <clears> the clothesline ghosts i'll die on that hill i was um i was looking at who who did i do the star player spotlight for today oh gretchen the blood bowl widow mm. and uh looked at the mermon banshees and i was like this is such a great alternative if you don't like the um the washing line guys yeah, it is and because they're um they're all really starter kits and stuff aren't they <laughs> Dude, Sigma, so you can pick them up so cheap it's 10 pounds before yeah straight from games yeah. workshop like yeah i just yeah if you don't like the clothesline ghosts pick up some mammal banshees they're wicked just look at seven super series and you'll see milton's like i'm pretty sure yeah. he just did a couple of did he, he did the war cry kit didn't he I don't know actually. Was Maybe it from the Warcry kit? I'm sure he used Mammon Banshees. I can't remember. I can't remember. I mean, you and I played with them like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot remember. I just well, remember. He had the sculpted bases, didn't he? And they're, they're usually in. Not Warcry, Underworlds. That's what I meant. They're usually from Underworlds, aren't oh, they? Oh, yeah. Maybe it was like the. the sculpted bases. Well, yeah, but the uh, starter kits do as well. Oh. The, the easy oh, yeah, ones. Of course they do. Yeah. 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 There okay. is massive Maybe crossover. And I think the Mermon Banshees can now be used in underworlds i don't know they kind of did the half expansion anyway i don't know enough about underworlds but i do know about blood bowl so the giants cool models probably can't be used in blood bowl we wanted to do a big thing with a big giant pitch but blood bowl 2020 swooped in and said hold off until we announce them fully so ah i'm yeah. still gonna pick one up still gonna pick one up but hopefully we will see some stuff for necro coming soon that yeah, would be that'd be pretty fun and the last thing to mention is Mega Bowl, which is coming up on the 31st of October. We're going to do an update for it yeah, a little bit later in the show, talking about the, the changes we've had to make thanks to the apocalypse returning. But before we go on further, we just want to say I hope everyone is safe and that you are mm -hmm. being sensible. And uh, just I, there's still a chance that our event is going to get too um, it's going to get too risky. But fortunately, where we are at the moment has like. 15 cases in our local area so we're still in a very low risk area which is brilliant um hopefully it hopefully it will get better across the entire country so that we can yeah, play some blood bowl. yeah um i think that wraps it up for blood bowl news so let's move on to hobby okay so hobby games reading printing 
buying. <laughs> this is the best segment. <laughs> All of you, So, Ben, you've been doing some painting. Yeah. yeah um, I've actually been doing quite a lot of painting, which has been good. Um, all new stuff, rather than finishing the projects I have done, <laughs> or as is tradition. Um, Humble yeah, no, brags. To... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I've been, I've, I've actually like set myself a to-do list of just like, oh, I really need to get these projects done. I've like pinned up on the wall, like these are all the projects I've started, just finish them before starting something new. And then some friends were just like, Hey, you know, like Inktober? Yeah. Let's do like a challenge. I'm just like, Oh, I do like a challenge. Let's do it. Let's go for it. So I started a new project. Um, and yeah, it's on the screen. It, it's, it's basically some friends said, here's a palette of like 31 colors. It's like five colors per palette to represent each day you don't have to do every day because that would be horrible painting an entire model every day um but the idea is you paint this model just using this palette of five colors so this was the first day um in october i painted this this printed thing from titan forge um and yeah it's actually really fun and why i wanted to talk about it here is because doing this limited palette is really good for getting blood bowl team colors ah oh okay what do you mean it's... like is it color theory so well kind of it's like there's loads of palettes and they all have names like this one is like peony rose and then you have like sunset which is like you know orange to purple um but it's all just kind of like different just five different hues and just just using that you got to paint a model i could you can't even yeah you can like do slight i've obviously i've done some like highlights and stuff to them but it's you know it's really interesting because they're palettes you just wouldn't have thought of like one which is sort of like a dark maroon with a, like a bit of a purple and then like a pastel green and stuff like that it's just it kind of takes you away from just thinking right i'm gonna do like a this has a to be brown and then this bit goes yeah. on here no i mean exactly. the paint job looks fantastic uh is that a bit of freehand with the the flowers on the dress yeah just a little like just little dots yeah hey, that's fantastic like I, I was really had quite happy with it I, tr I tried to set a time limit but it just went way over but yeah enjoying yeah. yourself is enjoying yourself and at the moment exactly. that's that's hard to come by so yeah <laughs> i'm glad you got that in now that is it's not blood bowl but it's it's good fun so i've done some 40k too and yeah it's oh just yeah nice no i saw the, was it a, a orc truck or something you finished uh i've been working on a, a boom dacker snads wagon yeah <laughs> how could i forget that name <laughs> <laughs> no that is wicked so what's the next miniature that you're going to be doing for the uh not quite inktober challenge uh, well, I nearly finished one just before the episode, um, since we started recording, and this is like a, like a thief, kind of intended for D and D, sort oh, of like sweet. a Eastern looking thief, um, sort of Middle Eastern looking, and uh, yeah, with like loads of long cloak and ribbons and stuff like that, with like a mask, um, and yeah, they uh, that's that's with like sort of a dark purples up to like a light blue, and then with like a maroon spot color. That's really nice. Um, and yeah, I'm just look. I'm as soon as I paint them, I'm just thinking, oh, this will be a good team color. This will be a great team color. <laughs> I, hey, hey, this uh, this kind of like pastel red and green is very close to the is it the Chaos All Stars, the original or the the the, the OG Chaos Pact. Um, oh which was yeah, no, it is pink, like pink and pinky. Yeah, yeah, They're the same colors as like uh, roller skates were in the eighties. That that that, <laughs> yeah. that that palette. No, oh, that's wicked. No, that's cool. I mean, painting challenges are great to to just grow. I mean, you're classic for this. I mean, do you remember when we did the hangover ball and you were like, I'm going to try Verdigree and did an entire team in it and then leveled up your skills doing it? Like, just, it's a really yeah, good I, way I'm to a big, it. I'm a big advocate for that. Just try something new, try something out of your comfort zone and it kind of just 
you just end up growing. And being able to print out a miniature just specifically to do it must be uh, must be terrible. Must be terrible as well. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of us just yeah. have to yeah. look at our pile of things we've already bought and think none of these are suitable. Um, <laughs> now I've got a couple of bits that I managed to paint as well. I haven't finished yet, but I'm nearly there with some of my snotlings. So. This is my converted fantastic. pump wagon. Still got the highlights and things to do in the base and got some cool uh, front panels printed by you from a secret project that's up and coming. So I'll be finishing these off in the next couple of days and you'll see a video review of that. But I love the little plinths and I love the snotling models and I've just got more to do this one. I put little banners on and um, the rest of the team's nearly painted. It will only take a few hours. Just need to try and find some time this week to get that on the go. But the snotlings are great. Love them. Absolutely love them. Um, cannot so, wait. Let's just look at this thing. It's so full of character. You've got like, <laughs> I like how I like how you put the because he's normally on foot, isn't he? He's not like technically part of the pump wagon crew. The horn guy. Just having him on that. Yeah, yeah. He's just so so perfect. Just having him at the front. And I've got um, one of the ones who's kind of like crossing his arms. He's on the roof of the other one, like directing Amazing. the whole thing. And I've taken the ones that should be on and put them on spaces. So there's a, a slingshot one and somebody else. I don't know if there is somebody right. else. Maybe not. Because there's loads of snotlings. Not enough snotlings. Yeah. You do need more. But uh, well, I need more. I don't know why, but I need more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, loved it. So I actually did get a little bit of painting time in with that. It was to do with the podcast. And um, other hobby-wise, painting, uh, well, I've been painting some Man of Warships when I got a few spare minutes. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, oh look at that. That's awesome. I'll tell you what, actually. These are printed as well, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I cheated on Ben with another printer. <laughs> I know, heartbroken. <laughs> That's fine. At least I'm sure, done, I'm sure you? your to-do list is not heartbroken, man. Um, <clears throat> no, thank you for printing the base stoppers. But yeah, I got a little ship. I, I, I'm liking this new camera as well, by the way. Thank you. This is like mad. Do you remember like doing the old? They wouldn't be able to see that. I mean, it's not, it's not <laughs> yeah, great you anyway. Camera, didn't you? Yeah, I did That's get a new camera, which is pretty sweet. And then smashed my face uh, on the battery charger when I was not paying attention. So I've got my first black eye in my entire life. Oh, no. I gave it to myself <laughs> with a battery charger. <laughs> got home from just got home, just had like a horrible month really. And just, you know, when you want to be dramatic and you're like, oh, it's such a hard day. And you just kind of yeah. belly flop onto your bed. Yeah. Well, that day, my battery pack had turned up. I'd opened it, gone, yes, I like this. Then went off to work, leaving the battery charger on my bed, invisible at night. Oh, and no. just absolutely uh, face-fived it. Um <laughs> <laughs> That was a, an just incredible. Just fell onto something to like give himself a black eye, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I I stacked into it. Everything went bright white. Like it was amazing. Um, uh, ouch. <laughs> yes, one of those, one of those. But yes, got a bit of painting, um, and literally all of my hobby time has been going into uh, just keeping up with, with doing the the videos for YouTube and stuff. So. I'm going to use this moment to apologize to all the people out there who've sent messages and, and waiting on responses. I just have only had a couple of hours every other day to respond to stuff or just to do videos. And um, I don't want to seem selfish, but I enjoy doing the videos. So when I got a choice of like time, I've, I've taken that opportunity to do um, the videos and just, just to get that done, just because I find it relaxing. Um, but yeah. I've got this week off, which is lovely, sort of this week off. I'm off to 
one of my stores tomorrow or Tuesday but should be off it's Tiff's birthday on Thursday so shouldn't be doing too much work so I'm hoping to actually finally get back onto our discord um because it has now it's been a month since I've been on there just and yeah. that, that's how long life has been busy for um, okay yeah work, work is actually very it's become it's for something which I thought would sort of be easier with working from home and I know you don't work from home but me speaking from my behalf is sometimes it's, it's a lot more stressful and a lot more overwhelming so the fact you have to go in during this climate yeah that's stressful just just take it easy and go same goes everyone out there as well it's just it's a stressful time for everyone so and I feel bad complaining because I am so lucky that I have a job because there is a lot of people at the moment that don't exactly um but uh if everybody would or just awfully wouldn't mind stop panic buying that would be tremendous um yeah. <laughs> because basically I, I moved house set up the studio and i was like right this is going to be sweet we're going to get on track so i started clawing back with some of the podcast stuff and then boris was like do you know what would be a great idea pick a number between four and eight and that's as many people as you're allowed to be friends with uh which 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 apparently um everyone who who shops near my stores took to mean oh my god we're gonna run out of toilet roll again and yeah and just went just crazy and i'm not talking like small amounts of increase i'm talking a you know like 25 30 percent increases which we didn't run out last time no no but this is like general sales this is like immediate like i i I had a few days off i went back into work i looked at the sales and i was like oh yeah so boris said this this day the day after we had a spike and it has not stopped which you know first is like oh we had a tough couple of tough days now it's uh just like legitimately hundreds of man hours worth of work that we are just trying to find a way to make work Mm. and it's just um it's just very interesting and you know we're seeing the north of the country getting locked down like if you look at the map ben because ben and i are in southampton i'm in hythe and ben's in fairham ish and uh you could kind of see just like it's just cascading down the map like fire towards where we are like the north went yeah. then wales is going and our london's creeping in and it's just like us and pool just just about okay and landing yeah exactly and it's like <laughs> oh my goodness like where are the dragons um and that stupid auto beam dragon <laughs> that still annoyed by that um but I say, uh, yeah i mean it's it's good to have a job um and yeah. it, it's it's great to work with people during a time where things are tough because you actually get to support people and you get to help people take their minds off things and i'm really lucky in that part of my job is supporting people so when we would, did lockdown the first time you know 30 40 people furloughed or you know shielding and it was great to support those people and then make the operation work so that you could and it's all great but geez it gets it's just it's just non-stop and um you know then then you've got family then you've got the wedding uh sorry this is turning into a bit of like a an agony aunt moment isn't it? <laughs> a life brand yeah it's okay we don't do this no. very often but no it's it's but it's important and you know people listening i'm sure are all feeling very similar i mean everyone's in the same boat yeah where, you know it's pretty crap we just want to play our games we want to paint our models and show them to our friends <laughs> yeah. um and yeah we can't and it keeps going back um but it won't be forever no um, but tiff and i have um cancelled the wedding 
Really? Yeah, because it went from our original guest list to 30. And I'm not going to lie, I was chuffed <laughs> at that point. <laughs> I was like, this is sweet. I don't have to worry about the aunt's best friend that I have to invite yeah. because the aunt's <laughs> nemesis is like, it was wonderful to drop down to like, oh, 30 people. You know, I don't like that many people. And, and Tiff, as my soulmate, is there with me. So it was kind of like, oh, 30s, all right. Um, then they dropped it to 15, including everybody you can imagine like like the photographer and the person holding the ceremony and their dog and you end up you're being allowed to invite four and a half people to a wedding and yeah. it's just like so we're paying x amount uh it, it ended up being something like 300 pound 350 pounds a head wow just like for the beginning and we were like uh i don't i don't know if i even love you that much sweetheart <laughs> Those were her words to me. Um, <laughs> uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to kiwash the wedding. We're going to take that money, put it into things we actually want to put it into, yeah, like our good. future. We're going to go get married at City Hall or however it works in the UK. Bless her, she's done this bit. Uh, with, you know, a couple of our, basically with our parents, we're going to go get married. And then as soon as the apocalypse is over, which I'm expecting to be around about our one year anniversary, then we'll have a party and we won't have to pay the wedding tax. And we can invite yeah. everybody and not worry about politics or, you know, anything like that. So, like, that bit is no. good. Very good idea. But that's what we've been going through as well at home. Like, it's just, yeah, man. And I'm going to vent even more, Ben, because I haven't spoken to Good you in no, three weeks yeah, or whatever it is. This is, this is our time to catch <sighs> up as well, by the way, guys. <laughs> I haven't seen Ben since we recorded the, the seven stuff. Um, and uh, the, the, the tournament, okay? Yeah, I am so torn by this tournament. On the yeah. one hand, I am just absolutely buzzing as heck, which will definitely come across when I do the the, the when I explain the update stuff. But at the same time, like you look at the maps and you see that everywhere north of the third house up the road from me is on fire and is in lockdown, and we're sitting here and we're allowed and everything's fine, and we are applying a fifteen out of ten health and safety regs to make sure that it's safe you know we're doing groups we're doing like all the social distancing that employment which is hosting us is amazing at so there is a hundred percent no reason we shouldn't run the tournament but just mm -hmm. living in this element of we're just waiting for it to be cancelled is just rough as well because i don't want to get too excited but there's four weeks to go, and I'm really excited. <laughs> it's this just... weird limbo where it's it's allowed, it's legal, but should there be? <laughs> yeah, you should it really be? Know. That's it. So, yeah. <laughs> so we, we can run it, and it's fine, and we're playing by the regs, and it's, you yeah. know, there's loads of stuff going on that is way more integrated. Uh, so we're being ridiculous, just, you know, worrying about it. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want people to be stressed out about coming to something while something yeah. big's going on. And we will stress as well. Well, we'll, we'll listen. We'll Go. stress the point. Uh, if you are in any way uncomfortable, don't come. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. We would, we would never want you to do that. But we don't want to. Um, it's oh god, this is going to sound really gratuitous, but as an event, it is bigger than just a Bonehead podcast event. It's yes. it's the first and last tournament, the Blood Bowl 2016, during a really awful year. And we've got like 20 people booked up, I think. And they're all just so excited to come and play Blood Bowl safely. And I don't want to take that away from anybody. 
because I, I want it too, but it's like, oh, I want this, but should I want this? You know, it's the KFC of events for me. It's like, I want it, but it's bad for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, entirely understand. But anyway, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And um, whatever happens, we'll have a, we'll, there'll be Blood Bowl somewhere. So it'll be, it'll be fine. But as it stands now, it's all going ahead. Um, and tournament are good. The government are good. Our regs are good. The pre-planning is good. Uh, everything is all set. Um, I've got a few more prizes to organize, but we've got four weeks. So I've just yes, that's still time. It's been the longest prelude to a tournament imaginable. Oh, that's because our last one was February. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I think we've been preluding <laughs> the prior tournament. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this will be this will be pretty lush. But yeah, that's what's going on in Benland. How about the other Benland? Anything else going on with you, man? Uh, yeah, more or less echo what you've been saying, really. Not not to the extent I haven't got a wedding to cancel, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I booked book some time off, which will be nice. So uh, we're just going to Cornwall in the middle of nowhere, just with, oh, with my girlfriend's perfect. family. Um, just a, just a small group of us, just to, you know, it's kind of more, we're all getting a little bit cabin fevery. So we're just going to go somewhere remote away from people for a week and just reset. And I'm going to take some paints. It's going to be great. I'm going to try and get some teams painted up. Which would be awesome. I've had like that was actually Anderson's suggestion, which was awesome. And oh. I'm just what, always what? tell me to, to take some paints. I'm just like, what? You're saying I should? Hell yes. <laughs> so maybe get her painting as well, which would be awesome. Yeah, it's the endlessness of it, isn't it? Yeah. Like yeah, that's that's fine. That's fine. If you're right, it's going to be a horrible two months. Yeah, no worries. We'll have a horrible two months. We'll we'll find a way around it. It's the uh, it could be fine next week. It could be not fine next week. Uh, but you know, yep. <laughs> I I'm just going to say it again. There's a load of people that are in a worse place. Uh, yes. So we're very very lucky. Um, and uh, everyone out there who's got dodgy health or just dodgy work environment, please just do everything you can. Take care of yourself. And please don't hate on us too much for chatting, but we've had a lot of you guys message us saying, you know, we like it when you talk about real world stuff. Uh, we like it when you talk <laughs> about much more real world about you. Yeah. So there you go. You asked for it. That's what's going on. Um, and I'm really sorry if I've not responded to one of your messages or anything. I am just genuinely mentally overwhelmed at the moment. And <laughs> I just, just, it's just frantic. I'm hoping this week is just going to give me uh gonna get me back on track but yeah i don't know i just want to sit in a corner and paint things but it's such as life i should sit in a corner and paint things i don't even have kids like i, yeah, I don't know okay, I'll, I'll, I'll i have it. no <laughs> idea how these people do it but it's it's phenomenal yeah. um so that is mostly it. oh my gosh actually let's let's go to this now ben there was another thing okay. that was on my hobby list uh on tuesday i should be obviously we don't know anything anymore uh, going up to our local cafe area where we uh, host our hosted our league in the before times with uh, with okay. ian and we're going to do some measuring um and we're going to like pre-plan the tables and things so that assuming the regs don't change and it's safe and wise to continue to do so we can start uh, opening up the cafe for league nights again that is that is genuinely very exciting it's so exciting it's just yeah. weird to be doing it when everything's getting worse it's just, just seems very counterintuitive but we're gonna go we're gonna check it out but because of that i've been looking at stuff for our next wobble league mm -hmm. and um i i i thought we'd talk it through for a minute if that's all right yeah let's go for it <clears throat> um, okay yeah so 
we're gonna do it, we're, gonna, we're gonna do it for for six games max. Okay, so three months, six games max. That is thirteen club nights to play six games. So we're gonna have to restrict numbers. So if you can only come every other week, you get enough time to get six games in, which I think is more than yeah. fair. Um, and uh, the other thing we're gonna do is we're gonna give every team a certain amount of SPP at the beginning. So when you build it, depending on your tier. Maybe. That's the one thing I haven't decided yet because everyone kind of gave me mixed feedback. Originally, I thought like tier one gets six SP, tier two gets nine, tier three gets 12. For you to share around your players in, in, in threes, three, six, nine, twelve, you know, you can split it how you like, but only in batches of three so that you can start off uh, sort of juicing up some players or you could take some random upgrades or just to kind of give it a bit of a boost to the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is we're going to kind of do more of a tournament-based prize system. So, Ooh, so, that, so there's going to be a league final and all that kind of stuff. But there will be, uh, you know, most casualties. There'll be most completions. There'll be, um, you know, stuff like the top stunty team and, and things like that to kind yeah, of something, give you something sort to Sort of like for. a lot of people... Yeah, yeah, exactly. More people can walk away with something. I remember you did this on the league, the season that I joined the club in. Yeah. You had that, because I remember having, like, the casualty, I think I got the casualty difference award or something like that, which was, like, a minus 13. Oh, wow, yeah, we did the Wobble Awards night. <laughs> yeah, it was really exciting. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, And it's going to be, everyone's going to get Wobble Dollars as well. I'm going to bring Wobble Dollars nice. back. So we did this thing before our league where you get Wobble Dollars, and you can use that on your current team or on a future team so you know say you run a i don't know ben what are you planning on running for league this time around um i, I really can't decide let's just go with pact <laughs> okay cool let's go with chaos pact. so ben can't decide he's gonna run pact because that's his go-to at the moment he plays six games he does well uh he scores the most casualties but decides that going into the next season pact isn't the one but he won 40k from wobble dollars so his next team he actually gets a bit of that impetus like i did this stuff i get some 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 petty cash that i can use to boost up my next team you know it's just that that's how we do prize money in wobble because we are not mono gamers and we are not mono team people generally mm-hmm. speaking so um it's going to be there's going to be wobble dollars for like top passing top casualties top stunty um and because I like my spreadsheets. One thing I've been brewing up is a passer rating. Okay, they have this in the NFL, okay. and I love it. Uh, it means nothing. Like, it's the most garbage stat imaginable. Even the guys who do the NFL stuff are like, you know, he's got a 112 passer rating, which is really good, but the stat means nothing. Well, naturally, I was like, I want a stat like that um, for our guys. <laughs> English nothing stat. <laughs> yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's essentially completions divided by your passing stat so the worse passer you are the more points you earn by actually passing so basically what it means is that the top passer rating of the league won't be you know the pro elf thrower it could be a halfling you know it could be a goblin okay um you know it could be a dwarf thrower who's passing now dropped to four plus you know i i kind of like that idea and i do want to do additional mvps for um, basically SPPs divided by cost as well. So if you get a Snotling with uh, two touchdowns, he might be <laughs> might That's be the MVP of the league because actually, 
It makes sense for gutter runners to get loads of touchdowns. It does not make sense for snotlings to get loads of touchdowns. Just just yeah. stuff like that. Just to add a bit of narrative and to add a bit of value to this season because I think this season is going to be limited. I think it's going to be fracturous and I think it's going to be a warm-up because it's going to be our first Blood Bowl 2020 league and it's going to be uh, during the hopefully tail end of a pandemic slash beginning of a new one so <laughs> i never know what's gonna happen um it's exciting though it's it, exciting to go back and if you've got all this new stuff that's even better i think i've I definitely said it many times in this the one of the best things about bloodborne why i love it is the game outside of the game and so having all this stuff to like follow all these stats that's just juicy i think it's really coins. it's really just about trying to milk as much game out of the limited games we can exactly. play <laughs> I, I, you know, I really hope my colleagues don't listen to this. But I've spent time at work, probably too much time, brewing up like team sheets. Be like, oh, what? like it might be club <laughs> night. It would be a Tuesday. I'm there, just like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm on my lunch break, and I'm just like looking at Excel, just being like, oh, if I drop this, I can take yeah. it. <laughs> what skill up do I need to take? Well, there you go. <laughs> if if packed are a tier two team, you've got nine SPP to chuck in there as well. You know, do you give one guy? Yeah. a specific level up do you save up for that 12 to get the double do you spend three to give three randoms i think it's mostly in there because i want to take black orcs this season and i really like the idea of three of them just starting off with strength skills um just chucking it on there immediately winning that's gonna be brutal oh i yeah. cannot wait i cannot wait to get the black orcs they've got the new teams yeah going imperial. Well, i don't know i don't know i remember doing like a, a put some teams in a hat and draw the, 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 gods to the, side. <laughs> the sad thing is ben, I, christmas is like two weeks away i don't think hangover bowl could happen this year either no i think we need to rebrand it i think we'll just have a like a wobble wobble cup or something like that we just do a new year thing and we can postpone it if we want but just an annual night of sevens I think that's it doesn't always have to idea. be mixed it could be something else it could just have a diff have a wacky theme in true bonehead fashion just once a year how about a troll bowl, Ben? Everyone gets a troll. You've done it. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. I thought you'd like that. <laughs> troll bowl 21. Um, groovy. Right. I think we should probably move on to our first topic. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. So if you follow us on YouTube, you are probably bored of star players by now. Uh, we've been going through the star player spotlight every day looking at a different star player looking at their new rules in blood bowl 2020 their teams their skills their costs what they're good for what they're not good for and because miniatures for the win looking at some of the miniatures you can buy to represent the t the model on the on the pitch as well so what i thought we'd do is ben and i have a chat about basically the state of play when it comes to star players in blood bowl 2020 because it is I think it's I think it's really different to 2016 how it used to be, um, and yeah, it, they're they're now like more like named characters in war games like Warhammer and stuff like that than they were. They they actually are, and um, I don't know if this one's out yet at the time. Um, I don't I, I don't know anymore. Um, there was one star player spotlight I did, and I was talking through this character. And I came to the realization that it was not a star player. It was a positional that you could take on your team. And okay. I feel like because the star players, generally speaking, their cost has dropped and the majority of them have got a little bit better. 
it was um, it was the fat going. It was the fat scaven, uh, glart. It was glart. Well, yeah. Because glart is 195k, strength four, block claw, jugs, grab, loner four plus, does stuff. Or you can take a rat ogre at 150k. And when you're in that territory, I mean, it is really like, actually, Glart's not a star player. He's not there to star the game out. Some of them are, though. He is there as a build option for your team. And, you know, yeah. the, there's two elements to the whole star player thing. There's what I think you and I, well, I don't know, actually. We've, we've done a lot of tournament stuff now. I was going to say, I've come across is like the, the myriad of leagues where you get to take a star player and you only really choose them sometimes and all that nonsense to tournaments where you kind of build lists around them. And I think that's that both of those like elements have been massively, um, massively affected. I think you're absolutely right in the tournament build. I think league is more complicated because a Ratoga you can just buy and roster. A star you kind of have to rely on the other team having the team value of more you know what i mean yeah it's like yeah. it's it's not like something i, I don't know if as football 2020 kept the rostered star players because that was always a thing you could do but never would um <laughs> yeah. you can like buy them with uh, <laughs> the, the cost implication was just awful i think richard yeah i think rich wanted to do it once and then was like hang on i gotta pay 30k at the end of every game that's garbage yeah <laughs> it's just it's not worth it yeah um i'd still roster a wizard though but that's because you know wizards <laughs> And they're in the rule book. I lost giants, but I kept wizard. Well, wizard. Yeah, yeah. They'll never, they'll never go. We love the wizards too much. <laughs> so uh, basically, well, we talked about the first bit. There is that the cost has gone down. So uh, Morg, who used to be four thirty, is now three forty. Deep Root was three hundred. He's now two eighty. Generally speaking, the cost of most of them went down, and there's only two groups now. Mm -hmm. There's the stuff that's 150 to 220, 230, um, which I would call the mid-range stars. And then there is the stuff that's bigger, so 250 plus. Generally speaking, I think the stuff that's 250 plus, like Ben said, for league and at that cost for tournament, you they're build-arounds. Right? Yeah. Whether it is you're running a stunty team and you're keeping the TV low, so when we went through the rosters for 2020 you know looking at some of the stunty teams the ones with low cost linemen um halfling you know halflings historically dropped to 600 all the time so they could take deep root and a chef yeah that's a build around if you're going to build around a star which that is what that is then the big boys you know morgue deep root and grack and crumbleberry who for me is the massive winner of this entire thing uh then you got that which i think is what you're you're getting to the mid the mid tier stars the 150 to kind of 250k so um that that got better a lot of the stars in that bracket got cheaper so you know i think grim iron jaws now 200k for a strength four frenzy block dauntless multiple block kind of guy and there's just yep. i feel like they just got a lot of heft in that in that cheaper bracket um but that is probably because the cheaper bracket, so the biggest change, so many star players do not exist anymore. We've lost all the ones that you kind of just take. Like, the amount of times we just take Fungus the Loon yeah. in the Goblin team because he's, what, 80k? Yeah, Fungus, and gone. Nobbler, so gone. Cheap. Yeah, Bomber, all gone. 
gone. Um, Two chainsaws are not a thing anymore. No. There's um, one chainsaw, and it's Helmet Wolf, and he's 140k. Yeah. Uh, like Ben it's says. It's quite a lot to ask for a lot of teams who want them. It is. I, I've, I've been up against undead teams who would take... Who was the... Uh, uh, chainsaw, the skelly guy. Well, he was there was there was Bruce Campbell, Campbell. Um, but oh, there was I a. That. But, actually called that. Yeah, but there was one. <laughs> no wonder he's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, so you got the Black Gobbo, who's two twenty five. Deep Roots two eighty. Eldril is two thirty. Glart one ninety five. Glorial Summerbloom, amazing star player. Go that's watch. Go watch the video for Glorial. Because yeah. that is interesting. 150k, that's a sweet spot for a star player. She's like the cheapest star player. Uh, Grack and Crumble Buns, 250. Gretchen, the disappointing Blood Bowl Widow, 260. Uh, Super Griff, 280. Grim Iron Jaw, 200. Hack Flem, 180. Helmet Wolf, 140. Carla, 210. Lord Borak, 260. Zug, 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 220. Cheapest strength 5 player, I think, out there. Uh, Morg, 340. Roxana, 270. Rumbelow, 170. Scroll, 150. The Swift Twins, 340 as a pair. Varag, 280. The White Dwarf, 210. Willow, 150. And Zolkath at 230. So going through that list, there's there's only two stars that are over 300, and one of them is a two-for-one. So yeah, like the cost of stars has dropped, but they have bunched up in the middle and from that list there's only a few that are less than 200 and it's really interesting it seems like 200k is the sweet spot for stars and i don't know ben how often do you get 200k in a league oh very rarely unless you're a stunty team and i think because we don't know when blood bowl 3 is going to land blood bowl 2020 is going to land first it's 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 landfall is going to be on the tabletop and tournaments those guys who are 200k you can build a roster around that um you can definitely build a roster around a star that's 200k ian triplo did it at uh, beachhead with griff back when i think griff used to be more expensive griff got better by the way he got a stupid yeah. bird and a massive hat I, but apparently that makes him play better so all right. you get him in the uh starter box as well don't you so yes yes you start you off the bat with him do so that's and varag i think wasn't it yeah and varag who's uh the same price i think also 280 and he got he got hefty mm. and all um yeah so, he got extra strength didn't he dude varag is just pro now uh six five three plus five plus ten plus block jump up loner mighty blow one thick skull uh, and once again, when he blocks somebody and they fall down, you get an extra plus one to armor roll. So let's talk. Let's talk about this. So they all have like this is the thing with the new the new star players. <laughs> they all have these special rules. They've all got feats now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like what I was saying. Where they're now the named characters, they all do a thing. Yeah, Ben, you're exact. Yes, that's a really good shout. So uh, I don't know if you ever played War Machine, but there's the Warcasters in that. Um, had a thing called a feat which they could pop once a game and it gave them a special boost or a special tactic or something like that now the star players having that uh i love it i i, I think I it's really good i um, love this so much th there's a range there's actually a couple that are exactly the same so zog and uh varag have exactly the same one which is crushing blow which is once mm -hmm. per game when they knock a dude down you get plus one to armor in addition to the mighty blow they've got already like that's not op um but they're quite varied. So Borat comes with half a leader reroll. 
If you don't use it in the first half, you get it in the second half. So he gets you. He comes with a reroll. So this guy's two sixty for a strength five big ass dude with block, mighty blow. He's essentially one sixty because or more, I guess. Let's let's say two fifty. Let's meet in the middle. Yeah. Two ten. Um, two ten. Yeah. Because he comes with half a reroll. Uh, so yeah, that's what I mean. This mid range bracket got souped up. Um, there's a couple I think which are. Is there a couple that's no good? I think there's just one that's that's, that's no good. Uh, which one's no good? Um, which one was it? Oh, I can't remember now. Um, yeah, there, there, there's a couple which um, so deep, which I just think are. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say. Deep, deep, I was gonna say deep roots is actually really good. I yeah, I was gonna say deep roots is interesting in that if he fumbles a dude when he throws him, he just lands safely. Uh, yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't. I'm sure I came across them when I was doing the things that I was like, eh, it's it's not great, but it's okay. Uh, Carla's is amazing. Once per game, when Carla successfully rolls to use her Dauntless skill, she increases her strength characteristic to double that of the nominated target of a block action. <laughs> oh, that's so nuts. So it? going for that sweet three-die block with a single assist. Um, and she's, she's strength four anyway, so winning. Um, I guess uh, Zolkath. With it, he gets like hypno gaze on his edge four plus is not. That was not it. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good spot. Yeah. That's Zolkath's not bad though. Two hundred and thirty for a strength five big boy with preens for a croxigal with disturbing presence basically. Uh, you know that's not bad. But yeah, once a game he has a four plus hypno gaze. That's, yeah, that's it's, it's, it's the kind of things where it's a once per game and then you have to roll a four plus for it. It's just yeah. like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. That's that's bad. So, yeah, Ben, you're right. They've all got these special abilities and the special abilities, they add flavor. They add a little bit of a boost outside of stats. And at first I was like, mm. oh, I don't know about this. You're moving my cheese, man. Um, but it's a build around. It's it's. It's like it a, it's a list thing now. It, it's like you've now got your your legendary, your mythic that you're building your deck around, <laughs> yeah. and you've got, you know, you've just got you've got this thing, and you're just like, okay, right, I need to pull off this thing, and you can help your team out with that. Like, you can go for the throw players with deep root because it's just so. I mean, yeah. you would anyway, but it's now way way safer to use him as your thrower because it's, and it means your trees can build into something else. Yeah, because it's deep root. Like, yeah. Why? Why is this happening? Because it's deep root. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, it yeah. just makes sense. Exactly. Uh, and the white dwarf is really interesting. Once per once per team turn, when one of Grombrindle's teammates that is an adjacent square is activated, that player gains either break tackle, dauntless, mighty blow plus one, or sure feet. So he so awesome. just makes someone next door to him better. Uh, Every turn. Yeah, mighty blow is probably where you want, but actually. Break tackle could be useful. Break given, pretty good. Given that plus yeah. one to dodge for the normal sized folk, or just dauntless, or just it's just something. Sure feet, they go for it. Yeah, it's the end zone. Yeah. Uh, I really, really, I, I love everything about it. So we've done a positive. Let's do the old sandwich. Um, the negative sides is that some of these stars, where they got cheaper, um, are are really going to come up a lot in tournaments and i think there's a lot of feedback in the community but you know people don't like change in the blood bowl community bless its little heart has had some tough times this year um mm -hmm. you know they've wrecked underworld by changing a player 
and then they introduced half a team in the Old World Alliance and then they just wrecked the entire Blood Bowl game by introducing passing staff. Uh, and it's it's <laughs> you know. no hidden hidden like meaning behind any of that. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely. Tone. Thousands okay, yeah, died. Yeah. It was just the <laughs> No. But like a lot changed. And uh one thing that, that I actually can understand is there's a lot of guys out there that are running the numbers and they're like, Why would you not take these star players? Like Ben, let's talk Age of Sigma for a second. I don't like Age of Sigma. Um not because I preferred Warhammer Fantasy Battle. I think I do prefer Warhammer Fantasy Battle, but I don't like AOS because there's just power builds. And if you don't take the power build, you're just giving up so much win percentage. Um, you know, it's like it's like it's the same as Blood Bowl. It's if you don't take your blitzers, what well, you, you take your blitzers. You you take your blitzers. Yeah. Okay. AOS you take these specific units which means there is entire positionals <laughs> no entire units in aos that just you shouldn't take ever and it's different in blood yeah. bowl because it's 40 pounds for 24 guys and if you don't use all of them it doesn't really matter in age of sigma it's 20 pounds for 10 guys and you need 30 of them and you can spend 60 quid on a unit that all of a sudden becomes completely irrelevant and that's i mean and this is this is also coming from you who is a magic player exactly like i'm <laughs> yeah. i like rotation i like things getting slightly worse slightly slightly better like i, I like the change that's why i love the nfl so much it, it's not as perfect as it should be but you know one year the browns can be rubbish the next year the browns can still be rubbish but they shouldn't be and and it's nice to know that they shouldn't be rubbish. Although Mayfield's having an all right season so far. Like, Come on, Browns, do something. It's like that meme, you know, with the with the snake and the kid poking it with the stick. Like, do something. <laughs> do something. <laughs> Just do something. But I like that kind of flux. Uh, and the star players now are really quite good. And there's a couple that stand out for me that I think people might get bored of. And for that reason, I think I agree in part with some of the guys in the community that are saying, for the first few tournaments, I don't think we should run star players. I think we should run the teams and let the teams play out. I can understand that. It's uh, a lot. This is like this is quite game changing for a tournament build. It is sure. Um, I mean, Ben, you, you've had a look through the stars. Are there any there that you think are particularly good, particularly bad, particularly cool? Uh, ones immediately rung out to me. I think Deep Root is great. Um, as I said, Borak I think is an absolute beast. Um, yeah, and I, the reason Borak hung, uh, was was a big thing is because I play Chaos teams a lot. Um, and like he's going to be amazing on like a corn team. Right. Well, um, well, corn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, yes. don't don't mention <laughs> don't mention I'll the corn. Back. He's going to be amazing on <laughs> any team other than corn. Right. I, but Borak is a great example. Generally speaking, with the exception of one, all star players are now worth taking. Borak before was 300 and summit, and he was just a big dude. He was just a big dude. You're like, that's weird. Yeah. Now, he is a big dude for less than he used to be, with Dirty Player plus two, and he brings half a reroll with him. Like, think of a pack team. Like, you get a choice of three big guys on a pack team. Now you get a choice of three big guys and four because he's another one. <laughs> exactly, which makes it really exciting for builds. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a load of star players there. I mean, do any of them stand out to you as being particularly bad? 
Um, honestly, no. You mentioned Gretchen. Yeah. We we had a discussion about that before. Or I think you guys did. I think I was what I was more reading. Um, she has she has a place, but I wouldn't build a list around her. I just can't see her ever being taken. Um, all the others, there is a there is an argument there. I know uh, Sam Frenzy Garner was a bit sad by his white dwarf boy. White dwarf, two ten five three three plus four plus ten plus block dauntless mighty blow one stand firm fixed skull for two and ten for two hundred and ten. Like he's not as good combat wise as Grim Iron Jaw, who's strength four for two hundred k. Uh, yeah, and I feel like also the white dwarf should be strength four or something like, yeah no, just it for seems the character like it. he is but his special rule every turn gives a skill to a local player so if exactly. you if you want to yeah. go that makes sense for you to take grom brindle um but with that gretchen woman 260k for a seven three two plus no passing nine plus dude with no hands and just no block and no wrestle and no tackle like she's got shadowing, yeah. sidestep, disturbing presence, foul appearance, so she can follow stuff around. But quite frankly, I think she's just a gift at 260. My plan with this model is to stand it next to one of yours and let you punch it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, baffling, absolutely baffling. Be she can be taken on necromantic, yeah. She can be taken on necromantic. So you can have three guys with no hands if you know optimal building there. <laughs> That's that, that's exactly it. You can have, <laughs> you can pay two hundred and sixty k to have one annoying player, or you can have four tackle zones. <laughs> it's just like with just normal players that can carry the ball. Uh, I know it's it's peculiar, um, but all of the star players have a place. But I think this is the next biggest change, is the way star players are aligned to teams. So gone is the can play for humans. Da, 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 da. Now they've all got uh, keywords. So we saw this, and I think we guessed this as well, Ben, when the first leaks happened. Um, each team has got a bunch of secret uh, secret rules, special rules, and those special rules are either special rules or are a, um, a keyword to allow your star players. So, for example, snotling teams, bribery and corruption, low-cost linemen, underworld challenge. What that means is bribery and corruption, half-price bribes, low-cost linemen, their linemen don't count as TV, um, the four skills and underworld challenge means nothing except glance smash rip any team with either favored of or underworld challenge so mm -hmm. it, it's expandable they can bring a new star player in and say you can play for these teams but my, my point was people are now they've got multiple teams um and stuff got spread around so deep root historically was just halflings now it's halfling thimble cup or old world classic which is dwarf human imperial nobility ogres uh halflings old world alliance uh, old world alliance yeah so deep brute can be taken by a ton more teams and really cool this is the thing that i was saying is like there's a the bit of a shuffle round is because glass smash rip now plays for chaos you know, as does Hackblem Shuttle Spike. So, Ben, you've got your Chaos Pack team. You've got whatever your team is you haven't decided on. But any team with the favoured of or Underworld Challenge special rule, you can now for 180k take a Movement 9, Strength 3, 2 plus 3 plus 8 plus Dodge, Extra Arms, Loner, 4 plus Prehensile Tail, 2 Heads. You can take a Strength 3 really cool. Star Player Gutter Runner now on your Chaos team. Yeah, it's really cool. 
that changes things that yeah and and you mentioned actually you you said like exactly going on to this you said they can add new star players in and to give them these keywords but on the other hand as well they can add new teams in and give them ah, those they can so all the chaos ones have got favored of dot 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 exactly uh, i don't i think nurgle actually does nurgle have favored of, oh it has favored of nurgle i think it's favored of nurgle yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think there's any specifically Nurgle stars. No, I mean, Lewd Grips disappeared, Rippers disappeared. There's a there's a whole extra <laughs> extra middle filling of that yes no yes sandwich that that you know we lost some big guys. But happiness time, Grack and Crumbleberry, 250k. You get an ogre and a halfling, and that halfling comes with sure hands. Everybody uh, can be taken by every team, every single team team. There, there yeah. is no team you cannot take it. If you want to have throw teammate on your undead team. Well, time to ruffle copter your way to victory there, because you're, you're throwing a halfling. And when I did the Grek and Crumbery Star Player Spotlight, something I just could not hide was my sheer glee at the fact that Ben, pick a team right now, any team, go. Human. Pick a better team. <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot. I went vanilla. <laughs> Okay, we're going for Blackhawk. All right, sweet. If you want to have Grack and Crumbleberry on your Blackhawk team, there is no reason you can't bust out your Ripper miniature, convert up a goblin with a bunch more spikes or something, and that's your Grack and Crumbleberry to fit in with your Blackhawk team. Yeah, you just need a big guy, little guy. You, you need anything. any big guy, little guy combination, and it yeah. will fit your team. Uh, you know, if you want Lizardmen, you've got you can get a cool Croxagore miniature and a Skink or something. Just a converted skink or a frog or just something you can build it up so it's kind of i just absolutely love that but at the same time we've mentioned magic the gathering before magic gets bad when powerful colorless cards happen when powerful okay. things can be taken by everybody it warps the format and I think this is what people are worried about with star players so Grack and Crumbleberry can take part on any team they are 250 so they're in the build around range where you have to sacrifice things to buy them unless you're a stunty team but when you open it up it becomes interesting so we've seen that grack can play for everybody you who else did you mention earlier um oh, i can't remember now but uh yeah. borak deep root yeah borak is just favored of carlevon kill halfling thimble lustrian old world classic i think that's pretty much normal um zug plays for everybody because he's a friendly guy not quite everybody all the good guys uh varag badlands brawl underworld so there's they've got some clever crossover at uh, willow rosebark is now only elven kingdoms there's only three elf teams um there's just that opening up of some people to everybody can be scary um but one thing i think is really really great news is that amazons have gone for the time being and with that that i don't know if uh you paid much attention to the world cup builds ben i don't know if i you... didn't know yeah amazons with roxana was a was a team type like it wasn't amazons it was amazons with roxana dark you remember saying that yeah yeah uh, like that was like the build and um amazons are gone and roxana has got elven kingdom special rule so Amazons, where they had that same cost as humans, could afford a top tier star, 
now can't. So Roxana, who is just the most ridiculous star player in the game, can only be taken by elf teams. And if an elf team can afford 270 on a star, they've left a lot out of their list. Yeah. I feel if also Amazon's were to come in, they would probably gain like the Lustrian Super League, maybe. Yeah, definitely Lustrian um, Super League. So they could have Zolkath so yeah. the Zote. <laughs> yeah, or Mighty Zerg. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Roxy is amazing. 8-3, Adj 1+, Passing 4+, Armor 8+, Dodge, Frenzy, Jump Up, Jugs, Leap, Loner 4+, and once per game she gets Sprint. Okay, just, she's a bomb. She's not quite as good as I think she was before, but she still stands out. Her and uh, Griff, for me, and Hackflem Shuttle Spike are all stars that can single-handedly win the game. Everybody else seems to support your team doing so lord borak grim glart they like you said ben with lord borak is is your fourth big guy like these guys are positionals yeah. as part of your build and that works for tournaments but it, i don't think it works for league it's going to be really tough i'm 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 intrigued to see i'm intrigued to play the league and see how it goes with working out the cost because money has changed like the economy of the league has changed quite a lot yep. in this new edition we don't really quite know how it's going to play out until we play it yeah quite hard to visualize that um it might turn out that you end up with some really wacky tv differences because firing players is no longer a really common thing you guys don't skill up they don't have to skill up as much as they can so you might get these slower build teams that are building up for the high ranking yeah spp stuff and they get left behind and so they end they do end up 200k behind teams who have just leveled 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 yeah so, so it might it might, show, it might come up more often. and that's for a that's for a balanced league where everyone starts at the same time and plays around about the same yes. amount of games what it does do is we're big on catch-up mechanics in wobble we because it's important to keep everyone involved but actually rocking up to a league where people are 12.30 is not the end of the world, is it? 12.30 is all right. Like, I think you've, mm -hmm. you've played a few games where you're 200k down. Um, yep. you've, you've now got a lot of star players. So if you're 200k down with your packed, Ben, you take Hackflem, 93238, uh, and a bunch of skills, you, you can win that game now. Oh, yeah. That's uh, odd the advantage, you know. <laughs> I've, yeah. got, I've got Hackflem. You've got Hackflem, yeah. and every touchdown is 10k. So... We've, yeah exactly yeah we've historically said be careful of star players they steal your spp but i don't know if every touchdown you're scoring is netting your 10k and you want to build out your roster get that extra reroll get that extra big guy taking hackflem for a few games where you're down and just hooning through six touchdowns that's 60k that's that's a huge amount really good point and if he dies doesn't matter so i think while they are very powerful um it's going to be a useful catch-up mechanic my only concern is that bringing a new player into a league where they have to take a star player is real. It's a massive jump. It's like, hey, here's the basics, and now figure out which one of these star players you want. And they're like, what? So yeah, not to mention like if they feel in, in you know, pressured to get even more models and stuff like that. That I mean, I think at a club we'd have like a pool, ideally. Absolutely. Going in. Well, we would have done. Yeah. Not allowed to touch each other's yeah. models now, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Put blue tack on this black orc. That's now hack them. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. So overall, biggest changes for stars. Generally speaking, they've gone down in cost. Generally speaking, they've got more useful. And uh they can now play for more teams. I 
I I like it. I am in a massive like oh my goodness me we can build a human grim iron jaw build what does that mean uh you know like i've got grim iron jaw on my halfling team that's sweet like from a building roster's point of view i'm just happy ben um from a league commissioner point of view i think it got better for our guys and from a to point of view i think it's gonna ramp up the competitive edge Okay, but that's, that, I, I think that's possibly a good thing, because tournaments are a competitive scene. Tournaments are a competitive scene, but I think, I mean, let's let's think about Beachhead. There weren't a huge amount of star players taken. No, no, I didn't, don't think I played, oh, I played against Deep Root. Well, yeah, yeah but he's, he's a positional more than a star player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but like, now at 1200k, I mean, Beachhead was 1100, so I think... I liked that. That no, was it? Yeah, it was with a bunch of skills. So it incentivized taking a team. Now I think we're going to see more star player builds than team builds. And I don't. I mean, the part of me that loves reviewing and analyzing a meta is like this is sweet. But I don't know if it's good for their health. I wonder if it becomes less about the team and more about the star players. And that is a games yeah. workshop trait. Um, and the meta is fun, but Blood Bowl doesn't really change. No. Meta's well, good when it changes. Yeah. And I don't think the community could take more than a couple of changes a year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just because it's been so static and it's been so comfortable. Uh, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So I know I was being flippant earlier, but Blood Bowl's amazing and it was comfortable for a really long time. And it was a safe space. And now it is, it's gone from being your casual show to it got... It got an injection of cash. This is now this is now up. This is literally like when Firefly went from Firefly to being Serenity the movie. Um <laughs> like it's great. No, that's a bad that was a bad thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean Wash died. Um it's not spoilers when the movie's been out for a hundred years. Yeah. But yeah. Like things things end. And uh we lost Ripper, you know, we lost Puggy. Um there's a lot of stuff. For now. I'm really hoping that they're gonna rock on back, like we're gonna have this PDF of of dreams and it's going to be full of Kemri and stabby star players and chainsaws and madness like um, we say they've got this favor of keywords now or like the other keywords they can add in new players and new teams so easily now they don't have to like retrofit saying plays for this team this team this team yeah. oh, and this new one yeah i like that i do think that's clever i mean yeah. i don't know i just i really i think they're going to drip feed us i think it's going to go back i do think we're going to have spikes again ben I think so too, and that would be a. I think they would have even more of a place now, like when they they used to have them and they were great, and you got all like it was really good for like lore, and you got some bonus stuff, which whether you use or not, it's fine. It's fun to read. Um, but now I think they're going to function like they're doing with like 40k and Age of Sigma, where they have their like packs. They're expansions. Like they just release. Yeah, they've just released like the Crusade mission packs where there's a bunch of new missions now and like all of that lot and you get some, some extra stuff, a little bit of lore. Yeah, I think it might be more like that now. Where I, it's just I, like, oh, we get the star player pack, the Lustria pack. And you know what? If in, if every three months we got a spike that landed with mm -hmm. some star players and a team adjustment, I think that would be a I think that would be the sweet spot for Blood Bowl meta. Yeah. Because 
the changes they've introduced changes and but none of them have been like a massive redesign of the team you know i, I know what they did to net necro is it hurts some some people's enjoyment of the game i know what they did with underworld really you know that was that i, I i've joked about it but actually it was a big part of the underworld identity that they changed I don't think we'll see that now in Blood Bowl 2020. I I mean, do you think we'll see spike magazines that come in and affect teams that are in the rule book? No, I don't think they'll ever go in and do that unless they have some real issue with balancing. And even then, I don't think they will just because Blood Bowl isn't really about fine tuning teams for balance. Yeah. Um, I mean, part, part of I, me I don't think they the... will. I think they'll, they'll introduce a spike with a new team and maybe a bunch of players like they yep. have done before. Yeah. But uh, it'll be like a brand new thing. Some inducements, star player, maybe a new rule or something like giants. Come on, giants. You know, yeah. and I think I like that. And I think every three months to tweak a team or to introduce a new team, I, I, think, I think that will be brilliant. I think any more than that would be a lot. And any less yeah. than that, I'm fine with. You know, I would like many teams per year. And I, I'm with you. I don't think they will redesign the teams that are live in the 2020 rulebook, which is a bit of a shame because I would like to see the Nobility team get a little bit of yeah. a power boost at some point. Um, yeah, I'd like to see it. I'm not sure if they will. I, I they may, They may change stats. They may change costs. Well, then, I, don't I, think hope, they'll change I hope the Blood Bowl Widow is 100k overcosted because 160, she's a great star player, does some stuff. Yeah. 260, why the heck aren't you taking Grack and Crumbleberry? Because that's two players, yeah. and one of them is strength five, and one of them's got sure hands, and that 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 stuff does stuff, and it's you get 10k left over. You can just spend on Fanta. You know, you can just Make uh, it, yeah. yeah, you can just buy lots a big of flesh tea. golem and yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, <laughs> dude. Thinking of the bottling opportunities when they come out to Grack yeah. and Crumbleberry. Or a giant. They have like a, a cat. I don't know. <laughs> like a big flesh <laughs> yeah. golem and a cat. I've got I've got one more one more blood bowl speculation question for you, Ben. Okay. Or I don't know, like how would you feel? Let's go with that. How would you feel if in six in June they released a fifteen pound hardbound book? Actually, I think fifteen pound might be a bit cheap. How much are codexes these days? 25 i think oh good lord that would be uh, that'd be rubbish <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna stick with my 15 pound original price because it's a small okay. book this one it's only 40 pages and it's called blood bowl imperial nobility and they tweak the roster introduce a couple of star players and i don't know they give it the spike treatment but they do it to a codex level where they offer alternative builds as well where they've got imperial nobility from outdorf and this or imperial nobility from null and you get a star player with a or you get a person with a bazooka um they've got alternate lists in how would you feel about blood bowl if it went that route okay i'll speak from a player and like a hobbyist yes that's awesome <laughs> let's say i'm an imperial player i love my imperial team they've just given me some new toys and some like new units and some cool stuff i could do love it absolutely love it uh I'm going to empathize with you as a TO and a league commissioner. And that sounds like a living hell. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just more stuff for the spreadsheet. Um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just, I don't think that's what they'll do. I think they'll stick with the spike releases. If they don't stick with the spike releases, then you'll get 
they've got to do spikes. It's the best way to drip feed. It's the best way to make money off as little information as possible. I think, frankly, from a business point of view, yeah, four spikes a year, that's 40 quid. And an, um, and an almanac, which is 30 quid. That's 70 quid a year for four pages worth of rules. That is a cracking way to deliver a cash incentive and keep Blood Bowl alive, even though nothing's changed. Like, that's just yeah. that's just very clever. Everybody wins, really. Um, but if they did go with, like, army books for Blood Bowl teams with alternate builds, uh, I, I, can, I can see it being... I can see it happening. I don't think it will. And I think it's probably a good thing if it doesn't, because that would massively change Blood Bowl. But, I think it would, yeah. I mean, we've talked about it before, but like, think about it, man. A Skaven Blood Bowl Codex. You've got Clan Eshin teams. You've got Clan Moor teams. You've got just... Dude, uh, that would be... <laughs> now we're in Secret League territory. Well, we, so, yeah. we, we are and we If you think about the Warhammer Fantasy Battle 6th edition rules, they had alternate rosters in the back of the book. They were like, do this. All you do is you increase this option by this and reduce this option by this. And it was uh, the orcs and goblins had a great one. They had loads. They had like a wolf, uh, goblin wolf rider army list. And it was you know, wolf riders are core and these are rare. And it's just, it's just. Actually, you make a really good point. Yeah. If they. Okay. So what you're saying is not adding new positionals. You're just saying if you build it like this, you get a special rule. Yeah. The special rule. You're saying? Or, I mean, Skaven is the prime example where. Uh, you take a Clan Eshin roster, you get no Blitzers, but six Gutter Runners instead. Yeah, okay, no, I really like that. It's like, oh, I think that's really cool. All right, that's an interesting. Or four uh, Blitzers and no Gutter Runners. You know, just, they're not doing anything. They're not introducing new models. They've shown an aptitude, and it, it looks like they enjoy reusing miniatures they've already got and uh, maximizing the cost of, a, of one book. I just... I think there's um I think there's a huge amount of design space there and I think Blood Bowl 2020 gives them a shake up and if they don't go the spike route they could be the army route or it could just be a general's handbook route but I think I I don't know I would like to see the spikes continue I think it works better for the game um, yeah it's it's fun in theme as well you know oh, the great. spike magazine is very on theme it's just yeah it's really great um but I you know whether or they could like you said ben do um a rules pack things like a star player supplement um here's i a... think what they might do is a god one because they have they, they've said they've got the favorite of the god keyword and the only time they've used oh. it is on nurgle where they okay. don't even really use it All i right. think we might see like a a zinch spike or something like that where maybe they introduce a new team which would be really, really kind of cool. Ooh. Or they give you some star players, which are like all Zinchi star players, or they do Sinesh and they bring back Glued Grip. So at first I was I excited I like because I thought I was extreme liking Giants, and I thought you were just going straight in for gods. Like, okay, I'm going to play Sigmar, <laughs> Sigmar blocks. It's a seven <laughs> die block. <laughs> but actually, you know, like doing a uh, Nurgle Blood Bowl thing, and you could have Nurgle humans, you could have Nurgle Skaven. Uh, again, more expansions and i don't know man i don't know they, they, yeah. they've 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 started something with blood bowl 2020 oh man yeah you build your human team like this and they gain the favor of nurgle keyword and your and nurgle's rock or disturbing something. presence or something yeah, yeah that's what i mean just slight oh, alternate really builds cool. there's just so much there uh and i don't know whether it'd be good or bad but 
it would be it's in their gift and we've got to be very aware that these things could happen because that's a very marketable way of doing it and they're not doing blood bowl for they're not they're not making blood bowl for the guys who've been playing blood bowl forever now they're making blood bowl for the new players uh every game does this every game does this you bring in new stuff to entice new players and get old players to buy new stuff Mm -hmm. which is awesome which is oh, magic the gathering's been doing it for seven thousand years you know games workshop have been doing it now successfully for 20 something years and blood bowl i can see them carrying on um because it's just a little bit of effort for a little bit of money i i think i think i don't know and as a to and a commissioner dude a couple of teams every three months is nothing at all like nothing if they start changing the build of each team so like the underworld is probably the only one that was a bit sucky um because it's like okay all you guys with underworld teams now you're in this limbo where you can't replace dudes and you can't buy new dudes that was not great i can't see them doing that very often though i think it's just going to be uh adding i think adding i think by this time next year we'll have 30 teams in blood bowl and i think i think we'll I think a couple of them will be new. Yeah, I can't argue. I think I think you're right. Maybe not like brand new, but you know, like old world alliance new. You know, and maybe they're like reintroducing some of the other ones. You know, Camry stuff like that. I really hope they do. Um, I really hope they do, but I don't think any of those teams would suffer for a rebuild. Amazons get rid of those oh, blitzers yeah. you need two of those blitzers like come on two, take two blitzers and, and give them a croxicore and skill diversity as well yeah the team is just a bit bland isn't it uh yeah uh, you know norse has got too many positionals lose a berserk or yeah. a thrower pick one go <laughs> you know the yeti yeah. is sweet though keep the yeti um at kemri doesn't i don't think kemri needs a lot of change i think it's a solid tier two build i don't think kemri needs changing at all yeah, I, I wouldn't. I kind of wouldn't like it if they got some guy who can pick up the ball properly, because I think it's yeah. in their identity to just be all bash and it is struggle. You know, if if they got a little bit of extra movement or their rerolls went down or just something to boost the team up a little bit, like they did with Nurgle, maybe everyone loses five k, so you can actually yeah. afford an extra reroll. That would not hurt. But the identity, the four tomb guardians and the edge two everywhere, works a treat. Yeah. Vampires need something spicy, whether it's a positional, like some blitzers. Probably another positional with that, yeah. But vampires, for example, is just something that is absolutely gagging for an army book style. Like, here's, yeah. a, vam here's a vampire team. You get six vampires and these uh, thralls. Here is a uh, von Karstein team. You can take blitzers. Um, here's a... Well, that's a blood dragon team. You can take blitzers on a blood dragon team. Von Karsteins get zombies. You know, uh, Lamians get something else. I don't know. There's just... There's just some scope there, and I can I can see them Good exploring idea. it. I can see it's workshop. I hope I hope someone's listening. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I'd get hunted <laughs> down by the Blood Bowl community if they ever took any of my ideas on board. <laughs> don't even get me started on Dungeon Bowl. Um, oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm so excited to see what happens. Uh, but we we you know the the new game isn't even out yet, and yeah, just very exciting. Uh, right, yeah. At some point, we talked about star players. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think we probably covered that. <laughs> yeah. Let us know. Seriously, let us know. Get in contact and um, or put it in the comments of the video on YouTube. Just let us know what your thoughts are of 
the next steps for Blood Bowl 2020. Um, oh, and also what you think of star players, whether they're OP, whether they've broken the format, or whether they've just added another interesting design element. Because um, I am fascinated to see everyone's opinion on this. Because yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a delicious moment of discovery. Um, right, let's move on to Mega Bowl update. So we kind of kind of covered this on um, when we're rambling on about life and hobby and the virus and everything but it is time for a mega bowl update so we have got our tournament mega bowl coming up on october the 31st at entoyment in pool love entoyment great shop doing really well online service is brilliant so please do support them if you're fancy shopping somewhere they've got the same games workshop prices i think as most online retailers if not then it's just a few extra quid um so you know Bear that in mind, Entoyment are a great online retailer and they support the heck out of us, which is brilliant. So we have got a tournament and this tournament has become more than just a tournament. So we had four tournaments planned. Two of them have been cancelled. This one is now shoveled from Tombstone, which was a horror themed one, to Mega Bowl, which contains a bit of everything. We've got secret teams from a secret and stunty from Fumble. We've got mixed teams from Bonehead Bowl, and we've got uh, sevens games from Sewer Bowl sevens. This has turned into a bit of a celebration for Blood Bowl. And with the Blood Bowl 2020 leaks and Blood Bowl 2020 landing in December, this is a goodbye tour. This is a farewell tour for everything we've done with the podcast for the last couple of years and everything that we've loved about the CRP. And, yeah. you know... It's it's terrifying that we've got a pandemic at the moment, but I was talking to Ian Triplo, I think he commented on one of our YouTube videos, and I was like, this is a farewell tour to all the stuff that we have just loved and grown with the community. You know, Sevens is sweet, Mixed Teams is so sweet, the secret teams for, for, for horror and stuff, it's just, it's all stuff that is not mainstream Blood Bowl. Uh, and the fact that people are interested in that it just shows how deep the blood bowl game is and i love the work the naft's done and i love that there is a competitive like standardizer but i get you know i get uh, detrimental comments saying that i've not been to enough naft tournaments well mm -hmm. i don't think i'm missing out then on no, I, 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 we, we've, we've had a few tournaments, and you've, we've, you've now run, uh, a lot. Yeah. Um, and we've been to a lot. We've done online ones, like you say. Yeah, it, it, I, I, it, it's an experience, and I think it doesn't really have to be super serious all the time. And I've done a NAF tournament, and I've done a wacky tournament, and honestly, you get more fun with the wacky one <laughs> that's how i felt i found it i think we just need to rebrand our silly tournaments to game days and mega bowl is the yeah. ultimate game day so the format hasn't changed it's still four rounds and the first round is 11s and like i said there's all those different types of teams that you can take i think it's something like 450 different options games two and three however changed into sevens format and game four reverts to elevens again now when it comes to sevens depending on your tier uh, when you build your team 
you, you, you get your tier from whatever team you've chosen and that tells you how many skills you get and how many players you can run in sevens so for example uh, a mixed team with a tier one and a tier three becomes a tier four a tier four team looking at the rule book gets two normal skills and two double skills that you can give to anybody on your team all right no worries you just give them the skills and then in eleven, in sevens, you get up to nine players. So you sit down for your sevens game. You, you meet James. James is playing dwarves, and then you look at your roster and you circle the the nine players you want to run in sevens. And then you put them on the board and you play a game of sevens. Now this is going to be super sevens, right? This is going to be sevens with stars and big guys and everything. It's going to be oh, ridiculous. Yeah. And what a great way to say goodbye to Blood Bowl 2016 with some of the secret teams that may be going away the mixed teams rules mm. that may get a little bit more complicated now with sevens we're not sure what's going to look at we need to talk about that soon on the podcast ben about sevens and double 2020 um definitely but the the update for mega bowl is that that hasn't changed but um to in order to make it safe and in order to comply with the regulations and quite possibly the law although they're not very good at telling us what's the law and what's not the law anymore um the rule of six is in force so what we will be doing is breaking down our contestants into groups of either four or six depending on the numerics and how they work out so on one side it's great because it means we're going to cluster people together so they only play games within that grouping which is safer so there's less chance of the virus being spread around uh, wantonly okay that is a positive the downside of that is that if you are in a four-player group, you will play someone twice. However, we're going to make sure that the person you play twice, you play in either round two or three and round one or four. So you'll play them with 11s and you'll play them with 7s. And that is going to be two very different games, right, Ben? Yeah, yeah 100%. Like, I mean, the team I'm, the team I'm thinking of taking plays very differently in both 11s and 7s. Is it the where team? I think I'm gonna take the wear team. I yeah. think you might have to take the wear team, and not, to, not yeah. but like it's a bit of a farewell. So uh, exactly, Richard's bringing Killer Randall, and Killer Randall's really torn because he's like, well, do I take Chaos Dwarves? Though I don't know if they're what they're going to be like next year. Do I take my Beastman team? You know, because I don't know if I'm going to be mm. able to run them again. And it's like, why would you not? Like, uh, you know, and there's so many options for teams that you may not get to run again. Like I am. Um, I'm just absolutely torn, as you can imagine, between some kind of stupid Snotling Underworld combo and um, my Zinch team that I fell in love with when yeah. Alpha Wolf ran it in, uh, oh, I don't know, Lockdown Bowl or, or Bonehead Bowl or something. Because, you know, big hand, little guys, it's wicked. It's just so cool. There's so many, yeah. so many different teams. The four in a group. I really it sounds a bit rubbish but i don't think it's going to matter i think i think it's going to end up that that last round is going to be a grudge match uh one way or the other in a different format and i think the teams that excel at 11s might suffer in sevens um and the other way around seen so. with, with, with teams like dwarves and stuff you, hmm. which you know they do play extremely differently yeah there's um i um, actually really haven't seen dwarves in many tournaments though that's that's the team i probably it, see the least in the tournaments I yeah uh, I had a thought about this today, actually. Right, this is a complete aside because I am just in chatting with Ben mode now. Tackle, I think they missed an opportunity to redo what the tackle skill is. I think they should have made tackle gives minus one to people dodging away from somebody with tackle. 
instead yeah. of instead of the no yes. reroll thing. It's still having defender stumbles, but if you put that instead of the normal tackle skill, I think more people would take tackle. Um, you know, I was thinking about the Blackhawk team. I was like, well, actually, you know what? Chucking tackle on them. Oh, actually, tackle does nothing. Like, there's no point. I might as well just give them block or mighty blow. I was like, but yes. if it was minus one, then actually having that front line of six dudes, if when they're getting tackled and people can't dodge away, like elves cannot dodge away, they can, but if you've got dodge, you're still better at it. I don't know. There's a rule change there that uh, I think they missed. It does just cross over with Brehensile Tail, though, doesn't it? That's the issue. Oh, yeah, it does. It ends up becoming the same skill. Yeah, but I can't give Prehensile Tail to Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah, come come on, Chaos Expansion with mutations for everything. <laughs> 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 right. Back to Megabolt. So yes, the Thank update Megabolt. is there are groups of four or six. What that does mean is that we cannot do Swiss across the entire tournament. So there will no longer be a single Megabolt champion. There will simply be multiple group champions and we're going to change up the prize order so that uh, the groups get prizes. So a group winner gets a decent prize rather than the tournament winner gets a mega prize. Uh, so... Yeah. I think that's just going to be better. I think it's going to be better for everybody. Um, More chances to win as well. Yeah. Which is cool. We'll, we'll do an overall winner in points if there is one. We'll do an overall stunty in points. I'm thinking about chucking in the junior champion as well, Ben. That's um, a good idea. Because well, like know, an under, under 18. Under 18, yeah. I think that's, uh, yeah. you know, overall like that. We'll get these prizes out. I mean, I know I'm going to twist your arm and see if you can print off a few extra bits yeah. and bobs for people which could be Absolutely. really really cool but we've got i got a bunch of star players and stuff ready to give away and i think most people are going to walk away with something really cool that they're going to like and they would have played four games that they will not replicate i guarantee yeah <laughs> i mean you remember bonehead bowl last year like that was just oh, some of the most memorable stuff happened in that tournament which is very cool just games you're never going to play again and this mega bowl event is an event that it will literally never happen again it, yeah. it, you will never have access to these rules again. You will never have access to these teams like they are. And hopefully, you'll never go to a tournament during the apocalypse again. So, <laughs> this is why I'm so adamantly determined that if we can run this sensibly, that we do. Because yeah. this is something special that I think is, is just going to be a celebration of Blood Bowl. And I just, I'm so excited. Hopefully it won't end up looking like the graphic behind you for audio listeners that's yeah. uh, currently on fire and smoke. And... Yeah, I I get a lot of a lot of messages from people saying, oh yeah, this needs more explosions and things like that, you know, tongue in cheek. So I was like, right, Mega Ball, we're going to have flames, we've got smoke, and it's going to be orange smoke. I, I didn't put shaky cam because that makes people vomit. <laughs> we don't want that. We don't want, we want wellness, people. Um, but yeah, I mean... Is there anything else you think we need to cover regards to Mega Bowl? Um, I think no, other than just reiterating again, if you are uncomfortable, please don't feel pressured to come. Seriously, it, it, that is not what we want. That is not we don't we don't want to be forcing people to do what they're not. No, with. absolutely not. We've said it time and time again. Yeah. If you've booked a ticket already, if you're one of the twenty people that have already booked and you are nervous about coming or you just don't think it's wise, just send us a message. We will refund you the ticket. No problem at all. If things yeah. get hairy, if the numbers increase, if it decides that actually this is a bad idea, we will pull the plug. So I do apologize. If we do pull the plug, we'll host a uh, one-day fumble event instead and we'll post the prizes out to people and we'll do coverage of it. So we are 
gonna run this if we can do so safely if we can't do so safely we will have blood bowl entertainment on the 31st of october do not worry um the other thing is uh, what we're going to do is do the the groups by tier so uh we always ask for rosters in early that is so i can prepare a nice little rules pack for people so they don't have to worry about printing their own out and they can give a, a sheet to other people not sure if this is the year for that anymore but what we do need is your roster in so that we can adjust uh, the groups by tier um, we're not going to fix anything we're not going to say you're the tier one group or anything like that what we're going to do is try and spread it out as evenly as possible um, so that if you're in a group you're likely to have a stunty team you're likely to have one top tier and you know another middle tier just so you get the full gamut of blood bowl experience and if for any reason you want to be in the same group as someone else you're going with for example you're bringing your kid and actually you want to stay in the same cluster uh please just let us know and we'll make it happen yeah um because this is a game day not a tournament this is a celebration of blood bowl uh, where you can come along play four games that you will probably never repeat on the tabletop and probably win some prizes uh doing it and um i've got at least one new 4k camera that we are going to set up on a feature match table if i can get it working so that we can hopefully stream if not stream we'll record and then we'll do commentary afterwards and we'll get it up because it's just a great opportunity to uh to just do stuff with blood bowl and i just i just hope everything goes okay yeah me too um yeah it's all it's all just hope at the moment which is fine I'm glad you're coming, though. I am glad you are coming. I'm sorry yes, that it yes, came at the expense of your of your trip to uh, Thailand. No, it is okay. Um, like we've kind of mentioned earlier in the in the hobby ramble, um, it's it's one of those things where if I would have gone on holiday, I wouldn't have enjoyed it to mm. its full ability anyway. So well, it's better that we just save I, the funds. To I, I, I guarantee that if you come to Mega Bowl, you'll enjoy it. Uh, exactly. You'll you'll yes. get an experience anyway. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's less pressure on this one. Cool, absolutely. Right then, Ben, I think that wraps it up for everything for Mega Bowl, and therefore that wraps it up entirely for episode 52. Um, thank you all very much for joining us and, 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 and listening, and hopefully you're all doing safe and you're all well. Um, and just get in contact. Let us know how you're doing, what's going on with you, what's going on hobby, how are you feeling about Blood Bowl now? Um, I'm excited but I'm very aware there are a lot of people out there whose cheese is being moved and something they've loved forever is, is changing. But remember, within your group, you can play whatever rules you like. So we don't force people to play with secret teams unless you come to one of our tournaments. Um, but, uh, you know, if you just want to stick with 2016 in your league, there is nothing that can go wrong. Like, just play the game you want to play. And exactly. Just think, just keep remembering that. And... In that case, you're in a great spot because all that's happening for you is you're just getting new miniatures from Games Workshop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool ones too. Very cool ones. Really I'm cool ones. What bumping out. Uh, I, I'm really excited for the Necro team. I know that the ghosts are, uh, you know, divisive. Uh, but I don't Everything know. else is a 10 out of 10. I just, just, it's just cool. It's just really cool. Yeah. And there, very cool. And there isn't a Necro team out there at the moment that isn't, you know, half the size and on eBay only. So... Yeah, what can you do? Anyway, that is going to wrap it up for me. Ben, thank you ever so much for joining me. I know it's been a long episode. Thank you. Love it. But it's it's always fun. It's good to catch up. And uh, right, we will sign off. Guys, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you again soon. <laughs>